Good morning, Core Clay Nation. Good morning, Ensika. This is Clay at Our Core, the pottery podcast, coming to you from the corner of Montgomery Road and Hudson Street in peace-loving Norwood, Ohio. I'm your host, Ann Saker, and this is Episode 12. It's Monday morning here at Core Clay. Laura Davis, our cult pastor, is here already with gallery director Sam Bugansky. The terrific team for the Undercurrents show is on the second floor making the final adjustments. All the hard work, all the furniture moving, all the floor mopping, it has all come together. I am certain I have never worked so hard and I really didn't do that much, but the Core Clay team has made our building sparkle and it's all waiting for you. Wednesday is the official start of the annual conference of the National Council for Education in Ceramic Arts right here in Cincinnati, first time since 1990. Sam calls it the Pottery Olympics. If what we have under our roof here at Core Clay is any indication, we are fielding a gold medal team. In a moment, you're going to hear Sam talk about the Project M show in our garage. In the Mason Gallery, where I'm sitting at the moment, we are featuring the joy-filled pottery of Chris Alvashir. In the middle room, you will delight in Core Connections, a display of art from the cult pastor and another dozen artists who have made Core Clay what it is, including Jane Lester, Nicholas Haar Westerkamp, Emily Hobart, Lexi Cook, Amy Pellegrino, Sarah Horn, and the dearly departed John Mason, who is here with us in more than spirit. Make sure you get to the second floor, too, for the Undercurrents show, featuring our studio members, including Nina Caporal, Mike O'Neill, George Hibben, Nick Sylvan, and more, including, if I may add ever so modestly, me. Here's Sam's take on the situation. Wow, Sam. <laughs> I know. Wow, <laughs> Sam. It's a, it's a wild time. It's a wild time. I never thought this garage could be ever more echoey, and yet it is. 100. I mean, the most echoey. You know. It's amazing. So we are, there goes Alondra. Hi, Alondra. How you doing? Okay. So Sam and I are standing ba- in the, uh, what used to be the sort of glaze uh, supply area, but has been the whole first floor of our space here at Core Clay has been cleaned out. We've been doing nothing but moving stuff around for mm, two plus months now for sure. And now here we are. So Sam, talk to me a little bit about what we're, what space, what's in here now? So uh, we schlepped, like Anne said, we schlepped a lot of <laughs> stuff upstairs. It was crazy. Um, now we have, it is a fully beautifully painted, shout out to Tanya and Haley, beautifully painted brick walls, uh, lovely, non-perfect industrial floor and ceiling. And we have pedestals upon pedestals, art upon art, beautiful false walls on, on kind of the, the, the long, one of the longer on walls. On the long wall space. near yeah. the garage door. Near the garage door. Um, pedestals upon pedestals and really phenomenal art in the space now. It feels like mildly buttoned up. It really is kind of amazing. And as I have been thinking the last few days, I know that the artists among us are, of course, extremely picky and they see every tiny flaw. But I got to say, People are going to be blown away. You know, people ask, are we ready for Ensika? My question is, is Ensika ready for us? <laughs> uh, I will say, it's been an absolute joy to install this show. Of course, there's every little bump and 
you know, nudge as per usual, but the truth of the matter is I think every artist's vision has been pretty much displayed exactly how they want it. And, I think and this is the Color Network show, correct? Yes, yeah, this is Project M and the Color Network. And it's, uh, it's really beautiful. It really is I think beautiful. I'm, I'm like, I think I might be feeling happy. Uh, Hasn't wow. happened for the past two wow. months. Amazing. <laughs> so I'm not going to ask you your favorite piece, but I want to ask you the piece that most surprises you. Oh, God. Because um, there's a lot of them in here that really kind of blew my mind. Right. So the piece, so, so I will say this, the pieces after install that surprised me and the pieces I fall in love with with the most. Uh, there is a large uh, false wall right by the um, elevator door. Yes, go let's yeah. go take a look at it right now. Here we go, <laughs> we're walking wall over wall. and here we are. Okay, so this is your favorite piece. This piece so is called uh, Continuous, continuous Set. set. Yep. So, so it's a continuous set and overworking by, overworking by Anthony Parkasik and Continuous Set by Talking Chong. A really phenomenal duo. I think um, both of the pieces are a little bit smaller. Um, I don't even know how large the pieces are. It's like a little bit smaller than like a comic book sleeve. I know that's what Talk's uh, piece is. Yes. Um, but both of them are placed maybe not even like a two to three inches apart, and there's this large amount of um, negative space around all of them. And Very negative. It's incredibly intimate. Yes. And that's how I and I. And it's lovely because when I, in, when I was installing this work, I, I, I wanted to hold a really intimate space for both of these pieces. They they were created to be in a pairing together. I see. Um, okay. And it's it's one of, it's it's for, for me visually, it's one of my favorite parts. It's it's one of, and, and it surprised me how beautiful specifically Tox's work is with the shadows it creates in yes. reference to the duel, like bur burning the candle at both ends of Anthony's work. It's they they they, they harmonize perfectly. It's a really striking, uh, I think people will be standing around looking at this for a long time. Ex I mean, I have. Yes. I mean, when I finished hanging this, I just sat there for a good five minutes. Really? And I was like, this is it. Yeah. That's that. That's you so know? great. That's so, so great. Well, I wish right. you upon your journey. Thank you. I'm very excited well. about walking. I'm going to walk around the studio, see what else is going on, tell our podcast listeners all about it. So thanks a bunch, Sam. Bye. Go relax. <laughs> okay. So we're walking around here, and we have been cleaning ferociously, even our little kitchen here on the second floor, which is always in a state of mm, randomness, I think is the word I would use here. Uh, and now it's all uh, buttoned up very nicely, and uh, we are uh, walking around here. The glazed kilns, have been all the kilns are empty at the moment. All the, glazed for all the kiln furniture is stacked up nicely. We've got the kiln shelves here. There's Justin and uh, Chris Davis, who are... Uh, changing, I think they said like three dozen bulbs in the building already today. One reason I love Cork Clay is the powerful sense of community that the team fosters within itself and with studio members. I know there are a lot of things to see this week, but please make a plan to come to peace-loving Norwood and Cork Clay. Here's my Ensika adjacent reminder. Tuesday, that's tomorrow as I speak to you, Core Clay is hosting a live storytelling event we're calling, logically enough, Clay Stories. Three of our studio members, Noah Desch, Dana Maxdollar, and Carla Thomas, will tell their first-person journeys to Clay. I promise you will not want to miss this. It's a great way to kick off your conference week. Clay Stories is at 7 p.m. Tuesday, March 14th at the Venerable Brew House, 
1047 East McMillan Street in Walnut Hills. No cover, no minimum, and here's the standard explainer. Laura Davis and her brother Chris Davis own the brew house. I'm going to be reporting every day through Ansika, so keep your podcast account locked right here for all the clay fun. I'm Ann Saker. This is Clay at our core. Have a great day.